Hello, welcome to another podcast. Oh, I got a burp. No, oh, I'm going to hold it in. No, it's coming. Anyway, um, we'll play you the podcast while I'll go and who knows what I'll do. Who knows what I'll do next? It's probably going to be burp. Uh, but you ever listened to things we did on the radio earlier today? Not just Friday, Friday. Which is me saying Friday and trying to sound cooler and kind of hip about it because we've made it through another week. One that, um, you know, we've done all right. Over the last couple of weeks, we have sweltered. We've had the threat of hosepipe bans. And as we'll find out in today's show, the threat of blackouts. So that's lovely, isn't it? Um, I've actually found a better solution. I know a lot of the news has been about picking a leader. I've found who would be the best leader for this nation. Details of that happens. Um, spoiler alert, it's an animal, but you'll find out more in a bit. Also, how you can save the planet by not washing your hair. Fellow bald people, rejoice. Although I do have to worry about the stuff that's on my back. And Shakira's in the news. So that's what the show's going to look like today. This should be in a one-off feature of Miserable News again. But it wouldn't be one-off if I did it again, would it? Um, electricity supplies might be sparse at times this winter, but there won't be blackouts, according to the electric system operator. Which makes me think... There's going to be blackout. No, because the, the only time someone says, don't worry, there won't be any blackouts, is when you really need to worry about there being blackouts. The ESO, used to love their music, um, which organised the national grid, believes that it should be able to keep the lights on. Oh, good, because that seems like the bare minimum. Of all the different devices I use, the lights aren't the most energy costly. No, I've swapped them all for energy efficient bulbs, but that toaster and kettle, ooh... Anyway, in a report, it says our operational modelling <laughs> uh, indic modelling went well recently as well, didn't it? Um, indicates that there could be some tight periods in the winter, which are most likely to occur in the first half of December. So, what I thought we'd do on the show today is, what are you going to get up to during a blackout? Because we might as well be prepared for it. If the people in charge are saying there won't be blackouts, there's going to be blackouts. So, what's your plan? I think, you know, you do those murder mystery weekends and the lights go out and someone gets pinched and oh, they collapse. And they... I think maybe you could do that, but just leave the lights off. There you go. Um, what else could you do with the, the lights being out? If you've got any photography that you wish to develop, this could be a great time. I mean, also, who still does developing of photographs? But, you know, other things you could do when the lights are off. Um, well, one thing I'm definitely going to get up to with the missus. <clears throat> I know, I know. But I'll give you the details. I'm going to do something with my other half when the blackouts happen that's going to make me feel so good. I am finally going to get her to burn some of those candles that she's been buying all the time. Oh, let's get another Yankee candle. It smell I don't care what it smells like. Why are we buying these candles? And it turns out, blackouts, they might be useful. This week saw a lot of news when it comes to picking a new leader of the Conservative Party. There have been many debates, and no one really knows why, because we don't get to vote. It's only members of the Conservative Party. You could send these clips around on email to them and just, you know, free up our TV screens. But we did have the joy of watching one presenter fall over, so that was interesting. But I found who should be the leader of this nation. It's a mayor of a village. Um, and this mayor apparently is prone to drinking beer. He's been elected a village mayor and has celebrated the new role with a pint. Patrick is his name. Was spotted down his uh, favourite uh, having a Guinness. By the way, Patrick is a Shetland pony. A village has voted in a Shetland pony as its leader, as its mayor. Well, now that's confusing, isn't it? Of all the animals to have as a leader, I wouldn't have go for a horse if it's going to be a mayor because that's, well, it's confusing, isn't it? 
But anyway, owners, uh, Kirk, uh, whatever his surname is, uh, says, we think Patrick the Pony has made history by becoming the first pony mayor in the UK. This is residents of Cockington in Devon. They've uh, voted this, this donkey in. Look, the good news is he won't spend loads of uh, funds on wallpaper. He probably can't be swayed in terms of bribery. Um, but to say that he's the first leader who's absolute pony, not true. A lot of people have been saying that recently. A lot of people have been saying it. I've also got a piece of paper with the next news story on that I've not found. Hang on, hang on. Oh, here it is. I do, it's really, it's a, basically a one-liner joke. I don't know why I'm taking this long to find the piece of paper. Uh, it's entertainment news, so probably we should have got Larry to do it. But really, it is just one joke. But anyway, here we go. Shakira faces a possible trial for rejecting an out-of-court offer to settle her £12 million tax fraud case. The Colombian singer, not the worst thing that Colombians have ever done in terms of being in court, um, who has more than 80 million sales worldwide. Uh, she branded the case as a total violation of her rights. A statement issued for Sh Shakira said, the singer is fully confident of her innocence and uh, therefore does not accept a settlement. Well... I'm not sure about her total innocence, but there's one part of her body, you already know the joke, don't you? There's one part of her body that I'd believe. In fact, if they get her on the witness stand, then the one, the one part that the lawyers should question, go for the hips. That way you'd finally find out the truth. A couple of things that we could be talking about. We mentioned this earlier on that Brits are being told to stop washing their hair to try and um, save water. We did this on the show yesterday. We're ahead of the times. We were talking about ways that you could possibly save water. We came up with things like um, go wee-wees on your uh, tomatoes, because that way they grow faster just to get picked. Just to, oh, stop it. Unless they're into that. Well, Brit's been told to stop washing their hair uh, and use the same cup all day to avoid a hosepipe ban. Great, so don't rinse out the cup. Is that the, well, rinse it out, but don't wash it. Forecasters say that we're on course for an official drought after England had the driest first six months of the year since 1976. Oh, you don't know what... Back then, actually, they had a minister for drought. If, that, if we had a minister for drought these days, people would be saying, oh, nanny state, you can't do anything, woke, this and that. They in the 70s. But the idea of not washing your hair to save water, I think, is great. Obviously, it doesn't affect me. I'm a bald man, so I can just laugh in the faces of people. But you know how when there's a hosepipe ban, if your garden doesn't look dead you get in trouble. Yeah. If you've got a, a lush, verdant lawn, people will dob you in, because clearly you've been watering your, your grass. If you don't look like an absolute state, if your hair is not manky like some sort of rescued cat, you're going to get in trouble for it. It's, it's the most joy a bald man has had in ages, which is not saying much. There's been a, a new story, um, which, well, I suppose this is exciting if you're into it. Crown Court sentencing remarks are going to be televised for the first time. Yeah, as if they're not enough criminals on TV already. Ooh, biting satire. And the Old Bailey will be open to cameras today. A sentencing remarks from the Crown Court uh, in England, Wales, broadcast for the first time. It's being done to help people get a better understanding of how sentencing works, but you know people are going to be watching this for the wrong reasons. People are just going to be sitting there going, get the popcorn out. Oh, let's watch someone be found guilty. I mean, I suppose if you watch it voyeuristically, but still learn more about justice, good. And we watch a lot of... But you watch worse things on TV than people getting sentences. The, uh, I mean, in fact, if you compare and contrast it to things like Love Island, 
they're kind of the same. You know, the worst kind of people, you get to see them. But at least with watching The Crown Court, people might get a full sentence, whereas the way some of the people on Love Island speak... Hey. Scientists, and I like scientists, could turn Earth into a real-life Jurassic Park by bringing back dinosaurs to save the planet from climate crisis. Oh, what could possibly go wrong with that? Same scientist who advised the woman who ate a fly to eat a spider. And that, that wriggled and tickled and whatever else inside. Boffins are already using genetic science to try and bring back the extinct woolly mammoth. How's that going to help? It's going to warm things up more, isn't it? You see how woolly they are? Uh, it's hoped that reintroducing them into the Arctic will stop ice melting and releasing greenhouse gases. Encouraging rewilding. I don't mind not cutting my front lawn for a while. That's not a euphemism, that's the actual garden. But rewilding the Arctic by bringing back huge beasts. I suppose, though, there is a part of this story that I should like. Because for ages now, politics has had people saying, oh, we'll take it back to how things were in the 80s, how things were in the 70s. This is taking us back to the Jurassic period, so they're going to win votes. Another new story to keep you up to date with. Cold sores date back to 5,000 years before... This is when Bronze Age men and women began snogging. It was the Bronze Age when apparently we started... I mean, the word snogging's horrible, isn't it? But you know, you know, what, you know what we're talking about. Uh, the herpes infection roots have been traced back to a cultural practice of romantic kissing imported from the East by migrants to Europe. That must have been a shocker. Imagine being the first person to try and introduce kissing to people. Oh, I've learnt this new thing that they do in the East. What is it? Yeah, get off. What are you trying to eat my food? I've already swallowed it. Not a big fan. Um, but in the study, viral DNA was extracted from uh, tooth roots of skeletons spanning different millennia, and they worked out that it was the Bronze Age. So before that, when you're just using flint tools, no one's got time to snog. As soon as you start you know, melting down some metals and making rudimentary tools, well, I like... Uh, I like the, the axe head that you've made there, mate. Come here, pucker up, you big lug. Feels like if no one would have ever invented that, we would have fewer diseases. Do you know what I mean? If, if whoever it was who introduced snogging could have just held off for a while, just done some hugging, things could have been nicer. And that's your podcast done. Thank you for listening. If you would like to tweet at Mr. Stephen Allen, if you'd like to track me down in other ways, don't. Just keep it to Twitter. Back off. What are you, a Bronze Age snogger? Uh, and you subscribe to the podcast as well. Till next time. Bye.